This is the Painless Health Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Avi. Living painlessly and in good health is our goal. We are here to help you get there. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Now let's have some fun and let's get painless. Welcome to the Physiatry Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Avinash Ramchadani. Today, we have a very special episode. This is Season 2, Episode Number 14. Today, we're going to talk about the many ways of living longer. There are many ways we can live longer or healthier. Most important is to lose weight and exercise, right? Stop smoking, drink less alcohol. Yes, but there is a lot more behind this. So today, we're going to get into that. Welcome to the Physiatry Podcast. Again, I am your host, Dr. Abhinash Ramchandani. Questions or anything that pertains to the podcast that you would like to ask me, please send me a message at physiatryshow at gmail.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Physiatry Show. You can also find me on Facebook at Physiatry Podcast. In any case, let's talk more about living longer. There are many ways we can live longer. Most important things may include losing weight and exercising, right? Stop smoking, drink less alcohol. We've been told this a million times. But what is really the basis behind this? Why do these things cause people to die earlier? Maybe people have had strokes, high blood pressure, etc. Is there a genetic basis behind that? An age-old question. Why do we age? Does the answer lie in our genetics? Yes, it does. Let's go back to our DNA. Here's a little recap on DNA. DNA is the genetic material that encodes protein. It can predict our eye color or our preference to cilantro, to different diseases that we may have. But it also may determine our age and how old we actually are. What I mean by this is that it may actually determine how old we look. We have 23 pairs of chromosomes, and each pair of chromosomes, or each chromosome, has millions of pieces of DNA on it. Each piece of DNA is called an amino acid, and each encode different proteins. So we may have 25 base pairs that make a certain protein. In any case, at the end of each chromosome are what we call telomeres. Telomeres are repeated segments triggering our enzymes that encode DNA. So these telomeres have, are the end of a DNA segment. And at that end of a DNA segment, they, go, they actually trigger, okay, that's the end of the segment, and we stop encoding protein at that point. So these telomeres are the are longest when we are kids, and then shorten as we get older. Because replication of DNA, when our cells split and become more cells, it actually cannot happen at the end of our chromosomes. So they become shorter and shorter and shorter. The function of these telomeres seems simple. They maintain our DNA. Without telomeres, our DNAs would mutate. So I'll get to that in a minute. We would actually develop more cancers. There are several scientists who developed these concepts. There's a Russian theorist called Alexei Olovikhanov. I'm sorry, I probably butchered that name. 
And I understand because people butcher my name all the time, so it's no big deal. Who recognized that DNA couldn't replicate their ends? Elizabeth Blackburn with Joseph Gall discovered telomeres, simple repeated DNA composing on telomere ends. Again, Elizabeth Blackburn, Carol Greider, and Jack Skozak received the 2009 Nobel Prize in Physiologic Medicine for discovery of how chromosomes are protected by telomeres. In 1983, Barbara McClintock was the first woman to receive an unshared Nobel Prize in Physiology or Medicine who observed that without the ends or telomere aces at the end of the telomeres, the DNA would actually become sticky and these structures maintain the stability of DNA. So what does it have to do with living longer? Well, when telomeres become too short, the ends of DNA strands are not transcribed, and therefore the DNA doesn't produce the right proteins, right? So this causes degradation and wasting of organs, potential cancers, right? That's why we have the enzyme telomerase, which actually increases the size of telomeres, it's interesting that telomerase is actually an enzyme that has both RNA and protein in it, and it can actually make more telomere length at the end of the DNA. This solves by adding amino acids at the end of the chromosome. Acid, it makes the DNA a little bit longer. So telomeres can be quite long in humans. Despite this telomerase, as time goes, telomeres do shorten. They still become, if they become too short, the cell's DNA actually triggers a self-programmed destruction program and kills the cell. So many age-related diseases are due to too short telomeres because guess what? They kill cells. So emphysema is one. Idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis is another. Many cancers, aplastic anemia. About 90% of cancer cells have short telomeres. And the one thing about cancer cells that is unusual with telomeres and this is probably a completely separate podcast, but in any case, 90% of cancer cells have short telomeres, but they actually have an increased telomerase activity. So the cells are genetically different, but the telomerase makes the cells still viable so they don't just self-destruct. So, for example, 75% of oral carcinomas or cancers have, have this phenomenon, and 98% of bladder cancers have this phenomenon. So, very interesting. Some genetic syndromes can be associated with short telomeres, and this is like kids. So dyskeratosis conjuncta, their dystrophy of skin cells, bone malleable failure, predisposition to cancer, shortened lifespan, and many of the patients also have idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, which is associated with low telomere size. So actually, all these things are things that can happen when people are just older and they have low, smaller telomeres. So a study in the UK showed that longer telomere length increases pulmonary function and decreases blood pressure in middle-aged people. It may also affect fertility. So lower telomere length may actually decrease fertility. So what affects telomeres negatively? All the things you would think, smoking, alcohol consumption, chemical and environment pollutants, radiation, space flight, but not climbing Mount Everest. Well, I, okay. I don't know where people come up with their experiments. So there's a little sidebar here. But somehow they compared that's telomere length in astronauts and telomere length and people that were climbing Mount Everest. 
I don't understand that, but they found that people that went into space actually had smaller telomere length than if they went on Mount Everest and came down. Weird. Strange. Anyhow, that's the sidebar. Positively, what can actually increase the telomere length in people? Chronic endurance training in people that are middle-aged, not younger people. So if you've endurance trained when you're younger and then stop endurance training, that is not going to increase your endurance or your telomeres. But endurance training as people get older may actually increase their cardiovascular fitness and may regulate telomere length. The other thing that can do that is hyperbaric oxygen therapy. That actually increases the amount of immune system age as well. Now, based on some reports, this is true. So let's get into something else now. So now we know that telomeres can affect aging. But does it actually make people live longer? So longer telomeres make people live longer? Or is this not true? So let's get into this. So there was a study on people that were ultra runners and or marathoners, and they checked their skeletal muscle. So people that ran the ultra marathons or marathoners or people that were sedentary, were all their skeletal muscle was checked. And the skeletal muscle was all older. The main difference between the two skeletal muscles was not the telomere length, but the inflammation and the inflammatory proteins that were associated in those muscles. So, interestingly, their muscles are still older. No difference there, but the inflammatory proteins were different. So, why is that? Antioxidant antioxidant supply is increased with exercise due to cardiovascular fitness requirements. So maybe stress has something to do with antioxidant supply and maybe has something to do with overall telomere length. So inflammation may cause pro-oxidation and therefore increase the breakdown of DNA and telomeres. I know that's a lot of scientific speak, but really what happens is that We have inflammation in our body, naturally, but an increase in this inflammation can cause our DNA to be targeted or actually be uh, oxidized in some way and cause the telomeres to decrease in length. The other thing that can happen is aging has been shown to be associated with inflammation. So when we look at controlled Study. So someone that has an in, uh, that's of an older age and someone of a younger age, and we look at their pro-inflammatory cytokines or their acute phase proteins, which are signs of inflammation, that may include things like CRP or C-reactive protein, they're higher in elderly than in the young, even on elderly patients without any pro-inflammatory factors, and the young without the same pro-inflammatory factors are increased in the elderly people when we compare that to the younger people. So inflammation may actually be more associated with living longer or living shorter than telomere length, but telomere length is associated with higher inflammatory proteins. So there is definitely an association there with decreased telomere length and higher inflammatory factors in the body. So things that may increase inflammation, for sure, obesity, physical inactivity, 
Cardiovascular disease is associated with inflammation. Diabetes is associated with inflammation. Chronic kidney disease is associated with inflammation. Osteoarthritis and Alzheimer's disease are also associated with inflammation. So all these things may cause inflammation. They may also cause a decrease in telomere length. So pro-inflammatory states like rheumatoid arthritis may also be affected here. So let's think about this. Now we have the thought process that inflammation may decrease telomere size. So how about things like rheumatoid arthritis? Does that affect lifespan? Does that affect telomere length? So when we look at studies on rheumatoid arthritis, and depending on what study you reference, rheumatoid arthritis has a decrease of life expectancy by about 5 to 10 years. This, these studies were, of course, done a little while ago, about 20 years ago or so. And so the treatments that we have for rheumatoid arthritis are different and better than we used to. So with current treatment, the life expectancy for patients with rheumatoid arthritis is likely longer than a decrease of 5 to 10 years. So maybe the key to slowing aging is decreasing inflammation in the body and therefore decreasing cytokines and other pro-inflammatory factors in the body. And by decreasing these things, people actually get an increase in their telomere length. And as people get older, it may help with long-term health and slow aging. Very interesting. So how is this case with many diseases, including arthritis and other diseases, it really is very, very interesting. Now, how about lupus and rheumatoid arthritis? These are similar diseases in the sense they both cause an, a decrease in lifespan due to inflammatory disease. How can we decrease the amount of inflammation in people that are just not, or not exercising, or even if they are exercising? Are there any ways to enhance the amount of lifespan? So there was a mouse study. Now, Mice don't always associate with human studies, but they're a pretty good model for what humans do. Now, we used DHA-enriched fish oil, and that increased lifespan in a mouse model with mice that had lupus. So, in any case, let's go back, and let me just talk about a summary about this episode. So, the key conclusion is that inflammation is bad, likely causes pro-aging, likely causes a decrease in telomere length. Therefore, if you can stop inflammation, you can stop aging, or at least slow aging. This may not be so easy, but all of us can do better by choosing what we eat and maintaining a good lifestyle. Don't smoke, don't drink too much, do healthy things, and you will likely live longer, likely maintain your telomeres, exercise, do some endurance training, that may all increase the amount of telomeres. So all this is very interesting. I hope we have a guest speaker here on the next episode. I am really looking forward to the next episode as well, where we're going to have someone very special. I'm going to announce that in a later date. And thank you again for listening to the Physiatry Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Avinash Rajasthani. I hope you have a
Thank you for listening to the Painless Health Podcast. I hope the information that has been given to you has been useful. Of course, I am a physician, but not yours. So please go see your physician for medical advice and further information about any of the topics you've heard today. Thank you again, and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.